1: Well, welcome and thank you for joining us. Uh, we are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marcia Collier, and all kinds of CES things. Marcia went down to CES the last few days, came back with some crazy stories like a new device to pee on. Yes, right, pee on it to see what your urine looks like. Uh, pool robots and all kinds of crazy stuff. So, Marsha, how was the show?
0: Oh, it was it was insane. It was absolutely insane, you know. Last time you went there, it was a little bit different.
1: Yep, pretty um, crowded.
0: There's no no longer. Well, it wasn't as crowded. There were only only about a hundred thousand people.
1: <laughs> oh, that's way less because if I remember and, right, it was like five hundred thousand at its peak.
0: No, it was one hundred ninety thousand at, at the at peak.
1: 2020. Twenty Oh yeah, yeah. twenty twenty before that. Yeah.
0: Twenty twenty. So you know it, and the thing is, it's now there is now a West Hall by the way. Okay. They, they didn't have anything in the South Hall except meeting rooms. And it w- it was just, logis- and in the Aria Hotel, and in the Venetian Hotel. Mm. So everything you had to take a taxi to or an Uber mm-hmm. or something, it, it, it gets expensive. And yeah. the time wasted and standing in the, the lines waiting oh, for taxis and things like that and your Uber... And they don't show up on the Uber, and people are going crazy. So, yeah, the logistically, it was a little bit difficult. Um, of course, there's always a lot in the main Las Vegas convention center, a lot right. to see. And we go to a couple of Im- media events, which are good because we get to go one-on-one with the different people. Right. So, so that was good. Uh, the Las Vegas Loop, you know, the Boring Company dug yeah. that tunnel kind of as a demo, I guess, for the rest of the world, and it's under the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's way down there, and we took it. We took it from the, I guess, the North Hall or the South Hall to the West Hall, and we got there in minutes. You go down an escalator. They put you in a Tesla. The Tesla driver drives you to wherever you're going, and... it's instantaneous. It's pretty darn good. I got to tell you.
1: So it goes from the convention center to to the hotels. Is that the idea?
0: N- no, that would be the monorail.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I know the monorail. But then the
0: monorail, it, yeah, the, this right now it's a demo thing. It goes around the convention center.
1: Oh, that's it, just around the convention. So,
0: in center. other words, so in other words, that twenty-five minute walk to the south hall from the north hall is now like a minute. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's next to nothing. Yeah, it's next to nothing. And the problem with the monorail is a great idea. But unfortunately, where it leaves you off, you're nowhere near the strip. And you have to either walk to the strip, which if if all I can say about CES is I did 10,000 steps every day, I now know how you can do 10,000 steps every day, is you need to have something to look at for 10,000 right. steps. Yeah, walking that makes sense. around your block to, will not give you 10,000 steps because no. you'll be bored. Right. Or walking your dog. It's not going to do it. But I did it, so I guess I'm doing okay health-wise. Okay, good. <laughs> but I saw a lot of things. Now, you had some crazy weather here in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um We've had a We've been in a drought here for this is our fourth year, I think, of drought in Los Angeles. All of a sudden, the skies opened up for the last uh, four weeks or so, and it's been pouring—absolutely raining, crazy pouring. Uh, we've got two days off now, and then it's going to start up. I think again tomorrow next week. But the water company says mm. it really hasn't helped the drought. You know what? I'm so tired well, of our water companies.
0: I don't it, know. Are you with Southern California Gas Company? The, we are, we yeah, yeah they are are going, they're gas. doubling. Yeah. Did you get that email from them that yep. tells you, proposed, how much your bill would be? Yeah. Uh, my bill the same month, last year, was $120 because it was cold and we used right. to crank it up. And that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, last month it was $232 and they expect that this upcoming bill is going to be $540 and yeah, now we don't... We don't heat the house more than sixty-eight degrees. So I got a screenshot of that. I'm going to be tweeting to SoCal Gas and the California Public Utilities Commission because that's egregious. Because we've had our system checked, just like you have yours checked every year. Of course, right. and and to, there's no reason five hundred dollars. Are it's you insane. kidding me?
1: Yeah, it's you start wearing blankets and pillows and cover yourself up with everything else and burn the furniture. I
0: ever, I already do. I mean, I've got three layers on. You'd think I yeah. was outside. It's crazy. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's been really cold in Los Angeles. So, you know, in the low I mean, for the rest of the country if Co- you're in the York, us. Yeah, cold, <laughs> cold for, for, for us. Cold for us. Right? You know, in the low thir- high 30s to mid 40s, which is low for, you know, for California. But um, we'll see what happens, I guess. All right. So, what is it about the show? You saw something that Kingston who we work with for many years. They were sponsored for many years. What is their vault privacy device?
0: Well, you know, they used to have a flash drive that had, like, little numbers on it that you'd press right. that were like a key to open it up, right? Yep. But, unfortunately, people would forget their keys a mm-hmm. lot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, now the new version that they have, which is the Iron Key Vault Privacy, I have the 50 to try out, mm-hmm. which is interesting, Um what you can do with that is an admin user a one-time recovery password so you have now a recovery password okay you can and the admin can reset a user password and create a one-time recovery password to restore user's access to the data so if anybody tries brute force attack you know to mm-hmm. get out get into it it'll lock the user um, you get up to 10 invalid passwords before you're locked out. Okay. But the great thing is you, you get more opportunities. You can have different passphrases. Uh, I believe you can have three. So in other words, if there's the numbers for your alarm system and the numbers for your car or whatever numbers are your numbers, you can have three sets of them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty cool. It comes, obviously, in different sizes as, you know, up to 256 gig hmm. in USB-A or USB-C, which is cool. Um, I think it's a great idea for copies of important documents like the blueprints of your house, um, you know, your will, all the important stuff that you need, that you need to keep private, tax returns, things right. like that. Uh, it is waterproof up to four feet, so if you drop it in the toilet, it'll still be mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, that, that's important. And all the ratings that I have seen on it on the internet are uh, just people are thrilled with it. Yeah. It looks- so it, it, it's something, I mean, it's not something you're putting your music on. <laughs> Let's just no. say that. I mean, but the most expensive one. Much which safer.
1: Is- yeah, the two fifty six gig. It looks like it's about two hundred and twenty dollars, but you don't necessarily need that much space.
0: But this isn't a flash drive that somebody can pick up off your desk and look at your stuff, and that's the important thing. Um, what do I have? I have a sixty four gig USB C, mm-hmm. and that's that's not bad price wise at one hundred and twenty five bucks. Yep. for something that's going to hold 256 gigabytes of the most important documents I own.
1: Yeah, and so Kingston's I a great think, company. You know,
0: Kingston is making advances left and right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I've always liked Kingston. Now, uh, what is the YubiKey?
0: Well, you know, you and I have talked about the YubiKey yeah, this for years. Is, yeah, um, I remember they showed it to us. And this is a kind of on the same line as the Kingston Vault privacy um it's a key it is an actual device it looks like a teeny flash drive and you plug it into your computer and it will keep all your passwords so it it has strong phishing defense and you have passwordless biometric authentication meaning you can put your you know Thumb on it you can do almost anything to make it your private entry into this key and Mm -hmm. nobody can get into the computer without the ub key okay I, I, i mean that 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 to me is totally important i mean especially if you work in an office even at home you don't want your kid jumping on your computer playing games and doing heaven knows what it works across all operating systems you just put your finger on it you know i can tell you all the uh f- flashwords you know fido2 web authn um smart card/piv i mean it has all the privacy features it could have it has a single factor passwordless so you just tap and go you can make it with a password and an authenticator which you have to have a password and a pin There are so many options, but you lose this thing, you're screwed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's a problem.
0: Most people, well, most people would have two. And yeah, I think that makes sense because if you have one and you could be in trouble. (laughs) But the bottom line (laughs) is one is $55 and it is a way to secure your computer I mean, used by government agencies and regulated industries, it's considered the highest authenticator
1: assurance level. Okay, so that's good to have. You you don't want to lose this thing. This is Marcia said. I'm still looking for my uh, Bitcoin key that's got, I think it's got like $80 million on it. It's in the house somewhere. I just can't find it.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, so we're still looking around for that. Uh, I noticed that healthcare, the last few years, has been the big tech area. Everybody's interested in, you know, whether it's your Apple Watch, it gives you your blood pressure or your oxygen meter or a number of other things. So Tylenol, apparently, what is now in the act with a digital ear scoop. A scope rather, oh, not scoop. Sc- scoop. Sc- scoop. Scoop. Hopefully <laughs> not scoop. Right.
0: I have to tell you, though, of all the things that I saw, this to me could impact more people on an everyday basis. Because if you have a child... You definitely have uh, ear infections going on. Right. And what it is, it's an otoscope that clips onto an iPhone. So if the kid, rah, ear, you know, and they're punking on their ears and screaming and hollering, and you don't know whether you should take them to the doctor, if they need antibiotics, you're not, you're not sure. So you basically clip this thing onto an iPhone... With a a built-in clamp, and it comes with 12 tips. It's an otoscope. It's just like the thing the doctor uses when he looks into the ear. And what it does is takes pictures and records pictures of your child or your adult eardrum. So you can see if there is an infection. Now, you're not a doctor. You can then text it or email it. To your doctor,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think this is one of the best things because when you have children growing up, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot of issues.
1: I think that's they're great seventy nine uh, you know.
0: ninety nine. You know, and they're available: CVS, Walmart, Amazon, Target, everywhere. But it's also out of stock.
1: <laughs> well, great. Okay,
0: so you have to you know go go to the Tylenol website and look up Smart Check. And they have a great thing where to look up nearby your house to who has it in stock.
1: You know, the interesting thing, I was just looking up, Android accounts for 70% of the market share, iOS around 28%. But you often see devices like this, for example, unless I know, I'm not seeing it, are available only for the iPhone. So it makes you wonder why... Well, this why... will
0: be available for Android.
1: Eventually, right. I'll,
0: I'll tell you why. There's no, no wonder at all. It's Android is on so many different devices that it has to be checked and approved by each manufacturer and AT&T, Verizon, all the different companies Mm -hmm. to be sure it doesn't interfere with the software. With Apple, it's very easy. Apple sends out one one stream and that's it, and it has to be approved by Apple, and that's the easiest way to get something... So most often, most of these technologies will be first, and they'll work out their problems with the iPhone. And then when it hits Android, it's out of beta, and uh, everything's good. So yeah, that's why it happens.
1: Well, that's interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, that's too bad for Android and too bad for Android users. who don't get the advantage of all of these things that traditionally first come out on the iPhone.
0: Well, like you said, they first come out on the iPhone. Yeah, by the time then. they come out on Android, they're fine. You know, it's yeah. it's it's good, and I have no problem with it. It's usually a very short period of time. You know, also a matter with a lot of these products, they have to be, like I said, approved by so many
1: people. Right, exactly. It,
0: it's crazy. But I, when I saw that, and I have one here in my hand. I just think it is the smartest device that will help <laughs> more people in the future. It runs on one AA bat, AAA battery. I mean, what could be better?
1: Now, have you I tested mean,
0: it? <laughs> no, not yet. I got okay. home last night. I'm dead tired. <laughs>
1: yeah, <I> but <laughs> interesting. All right, so I've used, you use, I'm sure, pool vacuums. You know, those yeah. are the creepy things that crawl around the bottom that when you're in the pool they suck you down to the bottom of the pool as they get wrapped around your legs this i don't know what's different about this one but it's very cool looking so what's it's co- different about
0: it how about it's cordless
1: oh that's cool
0: N- notice that okay so these it's a company called Iper, mm-hmm. and they're pool vacuum cleaners they have cute names. You know, there's the seagulls. They're all different models of the seagulls. Right. There are ones for smaller pools. There's ones for larger pools. There are ones with brushes that go up the sides of the pools. Yeah. Um, they're not inexpensive, particularly, when you get into the higher ones with the brushes that go up and down, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I looked at one, and uh, we have a pool at home and i'm hopefully going to get one to test because this seems like a great idea um when they go to your pool and they actually scrub cuz i mean let's face it the pool cleaners we have right now don't scrub right right i mean they just vacuum this scrubs and one of the problems when you have a swimming pool is when things start growing like algae or something like that mm-hmm. You're going to want that scrubbed off early on, right? You're going to want, you want a pool clean. Right. And these look like a good answer, and they're really very cool. So think of it like a Roomba, but for your pool.
1: Very interesting. Okay? Another one?
0: And they Wait. all have a little hook on top.
1: Okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you about this handheld one. How would you use a handheld one? You're going to jump in the pool and, and well. Whoop.
0: That, I They didn't have that on display at, okay. in Las Vegas. Because it's that, in the rad. That is so. not their new thing. Yeah, okay. It's in on their website, yes. But the really cool thing about these is the fact that they when the battery starts to run down, they climb into their little base stations, <laughs> and you don't have to worry about it. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to get it stuck in the middle of your pool it has a hook on it and it comes with a special hook that you can just reach into the pool you attach it to your current pool stick mm-hmm. whatever you call it right and it just fish it out of the pool and it's pretty amazing i, I can see this thing really sparkling a pool and there's no tangles of the cord in your. Because, I mean, when you go into a pool, and it works on vinyl, it works on gunite, it works on everything.
1: Yeah, so that's really interesting.
0: Yeah. For so those, for nobody those wants pools, to... Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's great. A lot of people have pools. Um, I looked at the Elite Pro. Pretty amazing. So hopefully I'm going to be able to try one out. They're really cool. And... I don't like Roombas because I don't want pictures of my house sent to the home base. <laughs> right. But they can take all the pictures of the bottom of my pool they want.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. You know, it's funny. Uh, you had a story on a thing called Neoplants. For the holidays, I bought Leslie a indoor hydroponic plant thing, which I got out of the box, set it up, and it's not working. So I couldn't get a, back to the company.
0: Got an arrow garden?
1: Uh, sort of, you got yeah, an something garden? like that. Yeah, where, you know, it's got the lights on top and Did it you grows get a, inside, you know. Yeah, is it so, a Rise
0: unit? There are two companies that make them. Was it a, a unit from Rise or no. AeroGarden or
1: who was it from? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the name of it right now. That's It wasn't one of those two. We I have two Amazon.
0: AeroGardens.
1: Yeah, well, I have to take, my take husband,
0: a look. Well, yeah, we bought on Amazon. We have AeroGarden in our house and we absolutely... Love it. We have two of them in our house, and we grow okay. our own lettuce. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to making it work. But unfortunately, it didn't brand. work.
1: Yeah, I uh, and I got. I sent them an. E- uh, called them. They sent me an email, which I uh, returned. So I'm waiting to hear back from them. The little light just doesn't go on, which is what makes the plants, I assume, grow. Uh, I got something called the Smart Indoor Garden, which is I don't know. I'm looking for the manufacturer. I don't see it on here. But you found a story about this is odd about a plant built to purify the air in your home, bioengineered. Sounds a little scary.
0: Well, actually, it, it does sound a little scary, but I saw it was very cool. It's a company called Neoplant. Now, you know, we're always fighting for non GMO stuff. Right. No, this is a deliberately GMO. This is bioengineered to do one thing, and that is clean the air. Clean the most dangerous pollutants inside your home. I think it's <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it's pretty fabulous. Uh, I sent you the page. What do you think about
1: it?: Yeah looking, I mean I think, in think it's interesting. It says it's equivalent to 30 regular house plants in terms of air purification. It says it doesn't store pollutants uh air in your home is up to five times more polluted than outdoor that's a little scary so i mean the idea is you grow plants and it cleans the air. is that the well concept?
0: okay so what it what it does basically what it does basically um they develop this plant they grow it in a special growth medium and he showed me a baby plant in the growth medium you have to feed it this special growth medium as it grows. It's you don't just pour water into it. But what it does is it. You most of us will have one plant in a room, and that does a nice job of cleaning the air. But the Neo P One, which is the name of their first plant, is equivalent to having thirty house plants in a room. <laughs> It doesn't store pollutants like a normal houseplant would do, but recycles them into useful metabolites to make good quality air. It's really amazing. I think this is something I know your wife would love. Um, you can join the waiting list for it at neoplants.com and find out more about it. Uh, I was very impressed. I talked to the developers and the scientists, and they sell you it's a pothos plant, you know, that standard plant that everybody has in their house or has at one time. You have one, don't you, Mark? (laughs) I mean, a pothos plant is standard. It's something everybody, everybody wants to have. So you get the pothos plant, you let it loose in your house, you feed the medium, and it just, just happens. It's so very cool. So, Mark, I can't hear you, so I'm going to keep going here. And uh, the most popular thing. Ooh, I think I'm good. Sorry that about that. You're better. What happened? Where'd you go?
1: I, mu- I didn't want to cough in front of the audience, so I muted my mic and forgot to unmute. I'm still recovering from the cough of COVID, so yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, we all are, to say-
0: and everybody was at CES.
1: No, I'm sure. What I was going to say about the plant was that it, it's a little creepy because it reminds me, did you ever see Little Shop of Horrors where the plant Seymour kept growing It doesn't growing remind
0: and growing? me of that. At, yeah, it doesn't remind me of that at all. Okay. You all have right, the good. weirdest head in the world. I'm telling you. I
1: this just, is yeah. a
0: sweet, Aww. it's a sweet, lovely pothos. Okay. I mean, there's a picture of it on their website, and it comes planted in a special container. So you can put the uh growth medium in with the plant. Nice. I'm telling you they're very passionate about this product and like I said go to neoplants.com check it out. I don't have one yet because they're not out yet, but I saw baby They was so cute.
1: Soon. When is it supposed to be out? Soon. Okay. Soon. Hopefully it is one of those things that actually comes out, because it seems like it would be a good thing. You know how many things we well, see? Well,
0: according it? to their website, it'll be in a month. Okay? Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> Hopefully so. so.
0: They have to bring it to scale. Yeah. And that's the, the thing that the Internet was all crazed about, because it was the easiest thing to be crazed about, is the Withings uh, hands-free connected home urine lab. Yeah, that's fascinating, I think, actually. It's it's a device, it's a big thing that goes inside your toilet, and you pee on it, and it's supposed to. Now, it is not FDA-approved yet, so we have to give it time. It comes with an app, and it's going to monitor your metabolic and reproductive health, but when I ask them about certain things, Right now, you know, a woman's cycle is something it can, it can record.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it, I, I guess, hormones or something. It's not doing everything. It has to get approval for each and everything it says it's going to do. I spoke to one of the scientists, and the goal is that it'll tell you whether your diet is too acidic or, you know, not enough protein, and and it can Mm -hmm. do that now. It measures pH and hydration in addition to ketones and vitamin C, but, you know, the results are sent to the app on your phone, and the cartridge in your toilet rotates the next test pod, which you have to buy more of those, but each cartridge holds about 100 tests and lasts about three months, So, you know, keep peeing, keep testing your urine. Uh, They claim to have real HIPAA protection for your medical information, because that was the first thing I ask any of these people is the HIPAA Mm -hmm. protection. So uh, hopefully in the future, they're going to have more things where they're going to be able to measure creatinine, albumin, uh, things for diabetics. It's not cheap either.
1: How much did this run? So
0: work? look for it in the future. Uh well, according to what I've seen, uh the the U scanned reader uh both cycle sync and neutral balance cartridges will be available in Q two, I would say for about five hundred and fifty dollars. It's four hundred and ninety nine Euros. So five hundred okay. Euros.
1: Okay. I mean it's an interesting thing when you know yes, when I go it's, in it's I go not,
0: in? It's not cheap.
1: No, I mean, I go in annually for, you know, most people go to a urologist, and the first thing they have you do is pee in a cup, and by the time you've met with the doctor, they've already analyzed your urine to see, you know, do you have this, like you say, is it protein, whatever else. So that that's a really important source of knowing how your body's doing through your urine, which is kind of interesting, because it affects so many other things. So I think that's uh, that's interesting. I think that's good to know, and good to be coming well, I Well,
0: I can, I can just tell you, I, I think it's an expensive solution. And I love the people at Withings, and they're great, and they have great innovations. But yeah, they I'm do. just not having it in my to- toilet. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> You're afraid they'll send no. your urine information back to <laughs> Amazon? I can to go to the doctor. No, no, I'm not afraid of anything. It's just as easy to have a urine test at the doctor.
1: Right, yeah, and you so,
0: can do that. You know, I'm, a lot of these things are really technology forward. But you have to think, is it something like the Tylenol smart check where you can really check your kid's ears and send the video to the doctor and know what's going on and he can prescribe something? Right, that's or pretty cool. Or is it cool. something that's going to alert you of something and maybe you've got something wrong?
1: Yeah, there you go. So, you know, there's a big difference. A uh, Ring came out. So you
0: which, found a Ring car cam, yeah, which is kind of interesting. interesting. It's
1: kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, it uh, watches for break-ins. It watches for collisions. So it's obviously, Ring is best known for the home security cameras, video doorbells. But you'll be able to take Ring on the go with you and put it in your car. They unveiled it at CES this week. Um, It's what they call a low-profile device that wedges between the bottom of your windshield and the top of your dashboard. Plugs into your card's OBD2 port, which is the one that is a diagnostic port that most people don't even know exist on cars, but all cars have them. Uh, And it features both outward-facing and inward-facing cameras that can record incidents inside or in the front of your car. Um, it has a uh, incident alert and record function. It'll start recording and send a message to the ring app on your phone. So when it senses a break-in, a collision, or something else involving our, the car, it will tell you that. Um, it also has a microphone and a speaker with an enabled Alexa function and a uh, traffic stop feature that can record several minutes inside your car when you say uh, record. Uh, and it will also, the speaker will, and Mike will also let you talk to anyone in the car remotely, which is kind of interesting. So instead of dialing, I guess, through your cell phone, you can go through this app. Um, it uh, requires an Internet connection for the camera, which supports both Wi-Fi and LTE, although how many cars have actually Wi-Fi in it? Not that many. Um, and uh, the Wi-Fi works when it's in the range of your home network, but the LTE requires a Ring Protective Go subscription for 6 bucks a month. And uh it's kind of an nifty idea. Yeah, so, so just yeah. So
0: you know this you've just mentioned all the reasons why I walked right by. Right. I don't want a microphone and speaker in my car talking to yeah. Alexa. It's bad enough on my phone <laughs> I have Google listening in. Right. Yeah, I no, don't that's want definitely And what the heck if if you're in an accident, you may say something. us uh, In an expletive manner. I don't mean just Mm -hmm. a swear word, but something that may affect your case in a car accident. Think about that.
1: Damn, I just hit that person. It was my fault. Right, right, right.
0: (laughs) You could say say something like that. Do you want that recorded? I don't know. I don't think a lawyer would say that's a great idea.
1: No, it probably wouldn't be a great idea.
0: (laughs) I don't want to pay $6 a month for this. Yeah, you know, right. and that's the problem. With a lot of the things that we see here in at CES, they sound great in theory, but mm,
1: I don't know. Yeah. Um, what I Roku's- did see
0: that was kind of cool, and I – yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I, we're going to talk about like Roku next. Uh, I've just wondered, yeah, re- really wondered about Roku, how, how they've actually been able to survive through these years. I don't have a – do you use Roku? Well, Roku –
0: I do not use Roku,
1: and I did go to... You know, they've been
0: known forever for streaming software. I mean, they've been around... Obviously, they're not going anywhere. Um, They have internet... They're now making uh, internet-connected TVs with well-known companies like TCL, Philips, and Walmart brands. Right. So this way, they can... Run the software through their own TVs. Mm-hmm. The Roku Select and the Premium 4K Roku Plus series TVs come in eleven models from 24 to 75 inches, and the prices range from 119 to less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's now interesting. for uh, the prices are reasonable. You're dealing with Roku, which is a known brand. Um. Uh, they're value TVs. But not only that, the Roku services I saw, the new subscriptions and everything looks really good. I haven't tried Roku before. I'm going to try it. I don't know why, but I'll let you know once I try Roku why I think it's good, bad, or indifferent because
1: yeah.
0: you know, it's something we've never really gone deep into.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, did you happen to notice uh ces i guess my last one was 2020 just before after uh, just before the pandemic rather and i noticed a lot of 8k televisions and when i went to buy my new tv about a year ago a friend of mine who's really into tv said don't waste your time you know don't rush out and buy an 8k there's really no reason to do that did you happen to notice was that a feature at all at the show
0: Oh, God, everything was 8K, 8K, 8K. And the very cool thing, and we'll talk about it on another show, uh, I saw a projection TV, which Mm -hmm. sits maybe 10, 15 inches away, Mm -hmm. but can still project a 120-inch screen (laughs) onto a wall or, or a screen. And you're not having this big projector thing. It's a little box,
1: right? And
0: it's quite amazing. But the problem is, how much content do we have for 8K right now? I None. don't. No. So I think it's brilliant, and I think it'll work ahead. But there are a couple of other project products I wanted to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I told you when I got my One Plus phone that it has this insanely fast charging. Right. It's like. Uh, Literally, if I'm running out of the house, all I have to do is plug it in for about five minutes, and I'm up to 70%. And I talked about it before, back when oh, uh, Belkin was starting to make GAN chargers. And GAN chargers mm-hmm. stand for gallium nitride. Okay. They enable three times more power, or three times faster charging with a 40% energy savings and a 20% lower system cost in half the size of legacy silicon. Okay. So this could be the absolute new, brand new way to charge things. Now OnePlus is using it. A lot of companies that I saw at CES were starting to use this technology. Um, On the consumer level TVs, it has a low profile. Now, this is semiconductors, which we're a consumer show. We don't talk about it, but I want you, if you're out there shopping for things, look for the GAN, the GAN uh, power, because it's really going to make a difference. You're going to be a lot happier with your product. Comes with a twenty-year warranty. <laughs> They've shipped 60, 000, 60 million excuse me, of these proprietary. Uh, modules with zero failure zero so i think this is something we have to look on in the future lithium and silicon batteries i think are going to become a thing of the past and who knows maybe this is going to be for evs when they've tested it's a three times faster charging 70 percent energy savings and a five percent lower range along with a lower battery cost nice so yeah, this, be nice. these G A N uh, semiconductor company Navitas, which I've never heard of, and we will never hear of them because they're the ones who put put the chips in the things, right? So Right. But very cool. Very, very cool.
1: Okay. Um, now, our buddy. The next at, one I
0: saw is somebody you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Ergo. I mean, Irgo has been a sponsor of our show for many years. They make hearing devices, and something like 60 or 70% of the U.S. has hearing loss. And their devices are great. You know, they're, they retail for around $2,500 to $3,000. They've just come out with their new one, their Irgo 7, and they work terrifically. They, you, you can't see them for the most part. So for, if you have an ego issue with your hearing, which most people do, they're very hard to, you know, actually see that you're wearing them. They're rechargeable. They're man, they're terrific devices, and uh, they've done a good job. And now you know people are selling hearing aids over the counter, and I think sometimes you're going to get what you pay for when you spend three hundred bucks for an over the counter hearing aid. and It's probably not very good, but Ergo's done a great job. Uh, well, so...
0: they had we I believe I saw the Ergo Six when I was at CES. Could have been the Ergo Seven. I'm not sure because right. the Ergo Seven is coming out. But the Ergo 6 was $2,600. That isn't cheap by any stretch of no, the imagination, it is not. but it's an excellent product. An excellent yeah, product. Yeah, it's outstanding.
1: And uh, you don't have to put in I, batteries. It's rechargeable overnight. It lasts about 14 hours. It, it's a very good device. Hopefully, we'll test the yeah, uh, new one when it comes out.
0: They're, they're um, very impressive. Now, I saw one thing that I thought your wife would love. I am absolutely sure that your wife has one of those giant KitchenAid mixers, right? She's she got one, right? She has a one, giant right?
1: pink mixer. I don't know right. who makes it, but yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's giant. So GE came up with one that was even better. Now this automatically detects when in- ingredients are under-mixed. It prevents over-mixing. Uh, they partnered... Uh, Those of you who are cooks, the King Arthur Flour Company, uh, they make a lot of mixes for things, so they've partnered with them. So they have a dozen guided recipes that offer step-by-step instructions. And literally, the mixer guides the cook through uh, the whole experience. There's a digital scale built into the base, so as you add ingredients to the bowl... Um, even if they're being mixed, you can see how much has been added by weight on the screen. And everything can be re- really precise because baking is a precise thing. You screw up one thing and, and, and you're done. <laughs> yeah. The scale can be reset to zero after each addition. So you can see how much of, you know, you set the tear as it's called. And it's a really smart device. I think you should buy this for her for Mother's Day. I think she'd like it a lot. They have it at Creighton Barrel, but it is $9.99. Yeah, that's nine ninety nine. That is a of money. How much 99? is a normal measure? That's. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I buy my baked goods. Oh yeah, no, my <laughs> wife is a big time cook, so she'll money.
1: know. I'll have to ask her because. Uh, yeah, she that's does, why you know.
0: I said. Yeah, you'll because I saw it. It looked very impressive, and I said like that partnership with uh, King Arthur Flour
1: looked really cool. Yeah exactly so last um,
0: thing i had yeah go ahead oh no
1: we're just gonna talk about uh streaming and such and i i, I meant to talk about it last week and did get a chance and you told me about it six months well, ago and i went mm, don't think so and then i started watching extraordinary attorney woo which is a korean tv yeah. show which i must tell you is one of the best shows that i think i've ever watched it's outstanding. Thank I you. It with, Everybody yeah.
0: who I told about that fo- show comes back to me months later and says, yep. why didn't I listen to you? Best yeah. show ever.
1: Just the, the actors are fantastic. Uh, the dubbing, I thought they did a very good job with the dubbing. Didn't, didn't bother me at all. You can watch also with the closed captions. But a really good show. The only downside to it, it's coming back for season two in 2024. So it won't be back you know until why? next year. Oh, uh, well, some of the actors they said you weren't know available. Why? But, no, why?
0: Well, the romantic lead, that that handsome young man on the show has yep. been conscripted into the army.
1: Oh, so he has I did not to do this
0: year. <laughs> yeah, that oh, is why. And if you look around the internet, yeah, there's pictures of him in his uniform and all the little fangirls are all, you know, all over it, and all Aww, excited. Oh, he
1: is a good-looking kid. And, a lot of great people on that show.
0: Yeah, he's Smart TV show too. It's not not dumb. It's smart. No,
1: very very well done, and it's a it's a Korean show. And I don't know if you watch The Good Doctor, which is based on a Korean show about an autistic doctor. In this case, it's an autistic lawyer, and just outstanding show. Very very, very impressive. So thank you for that because I thoroughly enjoyed it while well, I had um, COVID. It, I sat and watched like sixteen episodes of the show. That, so, amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah, very impressive.
0: Well, you know, we've been on for quite a while, so I think it's time time for us to be closing out the show. Definitely, there you go. Hey, everybody, have a great! I'll have more CES stuff next week.
1: Yeah, enjoy. Have a good one. We'll see you next week.
0: Yep, we we always have try to have lots of new stuff for you. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have reviews of these products, and it's gonna be. Right. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. Live. I'm at Marsha Collier on Twitter, and Mark is at Real mark Cohen. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.